You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Do you believe in users? Is there a grand programmer? Do you remember when video games cost 25 cents? All great questions for today's episode. Hello, fellow systematic geekologists. Welcome to another episode of Systematic Geekology. We are your priests to the geeks. In today's episode, we're going to go deep into those questions because by geekologists, what we mean is that we are those who go deeper into those things we geek out on. And so maybe we'll get so deep that we'll end up in a computer. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But today's episode is a listener request. So uh, we put our feelers out there for our fans, our listeners. What are some things we haven't talked about yet that you'd love for us to geek out on and go a little bit deeper with? And so we had a listener. We had a fan say, hey, you need to talk about Tron. And there's some things coming up with Tron uh, in the next couple of years. There's a new roller coaster in Disney. So, hey, what a relevant topic, especially when talking about AI and computers and uh, are they going to think for themselves? Are they going to take over? All, all those things are, are relevant to our discussion. So I'm really excited to have uh, this conversation around Tron. I have a deep relationship with uh, this franchise. And so I'm excited to be on this episode with two super neat human beings. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, share who we are and what we're geeking out on. And uh, Elizabeth, I'm going to let you go first. Hello. Who are you? I- what do you do? Where are you at? What are you geeking out on? So I am, I guess it's just been known lately. I am Elizabeth Pang Clyde because the host does not know what to call me. Every host calls me a different name, which is fine. I hear other people call you Pang and then I know your last name is Clyde. I know your first name is Elizabeth. So I just started calling you (laughs) and I really don't know what to call you. So I I find it very amusing. Some people call me Liz and some people call me Lizzie. So I don't like Lizzie though. EPC? EPC? Is that your initials? Yeah. Kind of? So. Yeah, it is. Because, yeah, okay. EPC is my initial. So almost like NPC, but NPC. Okay. What is it? The the game? <laughs> the, okay. That player that's useless in non, the game? Non, non-player is Yeah, something. non-player character. So I am almost NPC, but no, just EPC. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have been geeking out. It's not going to be anything media whatsoever. So I think this okay. is very fun. So my all true box just came in. And okay. All True is a subscription I pay for quarterly, oh. about $60, and a box that I have no idea what's going to come in, but it's a box of artisan stuff. So I might get like a homemade bowl or like some kind of home decor or okay. a table runner, or I might get a book, or I might get some, I just got like a jewelry that helps um, support women to get out of like sex trafficking and whatnot. So, but it's all, it's kind of like fat fit fun, but ethical. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I just got my box today. So I've been geeking out about that and reading all the stories behind each piece. So there was like a necklace. There was a book. Um, there was a little wrap around for your bathing suit. So all handmade. And yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. And so it's, it's like, like a mystery box. It's a mystery yeah, box. It, that yeah, it, it feels, yeah, it feels like I have. I mean, if you go to the upgraded subscription, you can choose what you get. But. I don't got the budget for that. <laughs> so you definitely get like over $60 worth of stuff. Um, like I said, it's like fat bit fun, but ethical. And it feels like Christmas every four months. So yeah, we don't get enough mail. Like I get a lot of email. I get a lot yeah. of messages, get a lot of DMs, but like in terms of stuff in the mail, um, that come to you and you're like, ah, oh, like you order Amazon or something, but you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but that's, that's pretty cool. That's it's like, it's part, and I feel like multiple times, if I've had like a really bad day, like I did not get the greatest news today 
And so many times I'm having a bad day or a sad day. And like my box is waiting for me when I come home. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Because I don't keep track of what month it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that infectious laugh you hear is uh, Kino. Kino, who are you? What are you doing? Where are you at? And what are you geeking out on? Oh my gosh! Um, so I, I don't like. I'm not geeking out on no no secret box that, that <laughs> it's like Christmas every four months. I'm like, wow, pottery a runner. That's it's a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm I'm over here. I'm over here geeking out on um, Secret Invasion. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I just I just finished it. Um, so I was I was really excited to 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 run through that real real fast. Um, but yeah, that's that's oh and, oh and, <laughs> and righteous gemstones. I don't know. Oh, I, I, don't know I love righteous gemstones. <laughs> yep, yep, we're on the same page. It's not a show for everybody. Warning no, for not. people uh, in the evangelical <laughs> world is not for kids. Oh it's not safe nope. for work. It is nope. all. I'm gonna put all those disclaimers out there. But I laugh super hard. At, at oh my show. gosh! So. So yeah, so so that's that's what I'm geeking out on: Secret Invasion and and, and righteous and righteous gemstone. <laughs> Quick story, Kino. So Danny McBride, the guy who plays Jesse uh, Gemstone, uh, was filming Eastbound and Down down in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And he lived across mm-hmm. the street for a summer. Lived across the street from my parents down at the South End. Oh Race wow! Park. And one okay. day he was walking outside, and we kind of walked outside in each other's carport. We could look across the street at other person, and of course, I didn't like freak out or anything. I just kind of gave him like a head nod. And okay, he head nodded okay, me back, okay, and then we okay. went separate directions. So okay. I was like, "Okay, I gave that's a head up, nod." Yeah, to that's what's up. Powers yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. My, and Jesse Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I, I love, <laughs> I love Danny McFry. Oh my gosh, and Principal, um, oh, Vice Principal. That's on the key. <laughs> okay, we can go down all day. We're gonna keep moving. Okay, uh, okay. I will say, I'm watching Secret Evasion t- as well, and it's okay. like by the time we're recording this, there's four episodes in. I think we get two yeah. more. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and and the reviews have been great out there. I'm I'm curious to see how they land the plane. What's going on? It's like a political spy thriller. And uh, anytime I get to watch like Samuel Jackson do some acting, man, I'm, I feel like I'm I'm in a good place. So yeah. Uh, yeah. so I'm I'm all with that too. Um, everyone, I'm Will Rose, and what I'm geeking out on um, is also like a recommendation. There's a podcast I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, comedy podcasts, surfing podcasts. Theology podcast, but there's a podcast that someone recommended to me called um, The Redemption of Jar Jar Binks. And it's a guy who does a, a podcaster through um, like TED Talk podcast. And he has another podcast called Conversations with Those Who Hate Me. And it's kind of um, that intrigued me, too. But but this guy is walking through kind of the history leading up to Jar Jar uh, when Jar Jar was revealed on the screen and the, what happened, the fallout after. And it's a kind of the only two episodes in, but the interesting part of like the rise and fall, the Phantom Menace and the convergence of like 1999, 2000, the, the internet with the Phantom Menace and the toxicity with the fans around that. Uh, pretty interesting. It's, it's uh, some parts uh, like you just can't believe what you're hearing in comedy. Other parts are super sad. And you're like, I can't believe human beings are capable of that. Um, so it's pretty good and well done and very well produced. So throwing that out there, that's something that um, I'm, I'm geeking out on and, and recommend to folks, especially if you're a, a Star Wars fan, you know, the toxicity around Jar Jar Binks. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, friends. Okay. Uh, let's let's zap on in to uh, to this episode, the main event of what we're here uh, to talk about. We're here to talk about uh, Tron, and uh, I, I'll share. I'll go first and share a little bit about my my history with this franchise. We'll kind of go around the horn and, and talk about our, our history with the franchise. For me, I de- I, I definitely remember. Um, I'm, I'm one of the oldest, I'm the oldest host here on systematic ecology. So being 50 years old and being 10 years old, when this movie came out, I remember when this, uh, movie hit the theaters, I don't remember seeing it in the theater at 10 years old. I see it, maybe saw clips in the trailers, but I definitely remember this video arcade game, stand up cabinet game in the arcade that glowed with almost like a black light fluorescent kind of glow about it. And again, yeah, it costs 25 cents and it is a hard game, y'all. Like I can, I still now, I'm my favorite arcade I go to to play it. Um, I can barely get past like the third level because it's just, uh, it's, it's hard. But that video game itself uh, kind of came out about the same time as the movie because they're both, both pushing this kind of new tech and computer graphics and how to shoot a movie through computer art and all those things. So they tied in that storyline with with the video game. And so, um, and, and Disney putting this out, it was, it was kind of a bomb. It didn't hit the way that it wanted to back in 1982. Uh, but then it kind of grew with this kind of legendary, um, kind of cult following around it and, uh, kind of sci-fi and, and Disney nerds, that kind of thing. And then I do remember in, in 2010, them putting out a sequel and Daft Punk was like the musicians behind the soundtrack to, yeah. to this movie and, and going to see this movie and, and really liking the, the sounds and the music behind it. Um, and that was about it. I remember the mo- that movie was pretty cool because it was kind of like the Matrix and they, were, they, were, they updated its computer graphics and all those things. But, you know, it, didn't, it wasn't like uh, s- the storyline wasn't so impactful to me other than just the kind of technology around it. So it didn't hit hard. But now um, in thinking about computers and knowing that Tron 3 is coming out later on in a couple of years and Disney's pushing this new roller coaster, I was like, man, I, I really want to go deeper into these movies. So I went back and rewatched these before doing this episode. And, and now I kind of see what what they're trying to do there. So that's that's my history with the franchise. We'll talk more about those movies and, and what we thought about them and the plot and whether they hold up or not. But um, all right. Um, EPC, what, what are, what, what's your, uh, what, what's, your history, what's your history with this franchise? Where, where are you landing in, in the pantheon of Tron? Well, I was negative 10 when this movie first came <laughs> out. Okay. There you go. All right. I, 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 Born I in 92. I gotcha. gotcha. I can do math. I can do math. <laughs> um, and I was positive 31 when I first saw this movie. So okay. I, because when we, when you asked us who loves Tron, I didn't realize there was an old Tron. I only knew, <laughs> Tron, not old Tron. That, I mean, I don't want to say old. Um, that wasn't <laughs> the right word. I should, I should have said like, you know, the fine aged Tron of the, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the, the original gangster Tron, I guess is yeah. a good Retro, retro Tron. Yeah. Retro, that's the word I'm looking for. Retro, you vintage, yeah. you know, all vintage. those positive words. <laughs> so I didn't realize. <laughs> so in preparing for this uh, episode, I watched Tron 1882 yesterday. So I'm super fresh. 
fresh eyes um i really enjoyed it i like i said i'm more of the new fan because that's what my husband liked so i've seen the i think 2010 episode like at least five times but yeah i i was really like yeah he really likes it um uh but i was really engaged i enjoyed you know the little love triangle because i'm always going to point out the romance and whatnot Uh but Uh yeah and I usually don't get into sci-fi movies or video game movies, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the graphics. It was a lot of fun. Um, and just AI is very, very interesting to me. Borderline yeah. scary, but very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a kind of a throwaway line in the 1982 movie where they're like, yeah, you think computers are going to start thinking for themselves? Haha, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, you know, I'm like, oh, man, that kind of lands as you rewatch that today. And the computer's going to start thinking for themselves. Yeah. Um, that, I guess that's always been around when you, when the question of computers being smarter than humans or doing things that humans can't, you know, are they going to rise up? You know, there are all kinds of movie genre and sci fi. That's a whole nother part but but yeah this this movie plays around with it um yeah we get the plot line where we think i'm, I'm glad i have fresh eyes of the retro vintage maybe maybe that's i'll start calling me like i'm retro will vintage will <laughs> yeah why not do it we'll do that yeah, um, yeah. there you go good, good stuff all right that's kino cool. what what's your history with the franchise where, where do you land with this uh with this so, uh, so, movie? so so i i was not well i was two when this movie dropped or one. Okay. So I was one. I was one. Positive, positive one, not negative positive one. one. Okay. Positive one. So you're positive born, one. if my math is correct, 1981. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember watching this movie when it, when it came out, but I do remember probably watching it on TV, not, mm-hmm. not realizing what it was about. <clears throat> Just looking mm-hmm. at the, the graphics and, and the fighting and all that other stuff. Like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, this used to be a video game. This is pretty cool. Yeah, they go to the arcade. I go, I go to the arcade too. I remember going to the arcade. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, well, I remember. I remember playing. Not now. Not now. I don't think Tron was out when I went to the arcade. But I remember playing mm-hmm. like uh, Pac Man, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Space Invaders. Uh, we talking like <laughs> the old school Pizza Hut. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Yo, yeah. listen, the history of video games. They used to put video games in like gas stations yep. and yep. pizza huts and restaurants. Like out from the corner, they had these stand-up cabinet games that you could just put twenty-five. Bought every. Yeah, my mom would pull up and get gas, and I'd see a Galaga machine in the window, and I'm like, "Can I have twenty-five cents?" And I go run in and play while she's waiting for me to get done playing this game. So yeah, I we those games were all the arcades, and and you talking about the. The um the last dragon you're like yo we you we used to have to go to an arcade to play games we didn't have it on our phones we didn't no, have it like on no, our computers no. and TVs we would no. have to go to a specific place yeah uh, to do that yeah so yeah. you remember that stand up video arcade game and going and see the kind of the glow of that game out yeah. there yeah yep. yeah but um but I do remember going and watching this um this movie in the uh the Tron Legacy. Um, when mm-hmm. it came out in 2010 in the movies and that yeah. was mad that was that was an awesome movie like it was like mm-hmm. wow this is, i thought i believe that, that was a good uh a good update to tron mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bring it into bring it into the future i should say yeah. um yeah. update some of the stuff they they were trying to do then that they were able to do with this one um and then uh, I'm also a fan of the the Disney XD 
uh tron uprising cartoons that came out um yeah so so i'm a huge fan i'm a huge fan of tron nice yeah just kind of again just kind of run down what's out there with with tron it's kind of a sneaky sci-fi genre like you know it's kind of it's out there and um it's trying real hard to push into like mainstream and be at the top and they keep trying disney keeps trying and i guess with this um roller coaster and going to throw another movie out there they're really trying to push up there and again with computers and graphics um it and and technology um they're they're really pushing so you started in 1982 with the disney film ahead of its time using computer graphics fun fact this movie um was uh disqualified from the academy awards and special effects in 1982 because they thought disney was cheating by using computers for special effects so (laughs) let's let's think about that it was disqualified for using computers for this movie um so i I find that fascinating disqualified as much as we use computers. but will will that was only 15 minutes of the movie they only use computers for 15 minutes of the movie so so the rest of it was like just like this neon 80s glow that they yeah yeah like the, the not not the glow i i i read where they had to paint the stencils on the on each frame to make that glow happen like Man. this is this is some old school stuff that disney always have done mm-hmm. was push mm-hmm. the edge to of technology um but yeah that was funny they got they got disqualified just for 15 minutes for, for 15 minutes, minutes of, of cgi <laughs> cgi that that no one else could have ever done <laughs> no one else ever did before like like not not not, no, not 15 minutes not not fifteen minutes because there was some CGI that was done with uh, Star Wars and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones. Wait, there was another movie. Uh, I can't remember. Um, yeah, most of it's practical effects, but yeah, yeah, right. I'm using using this, and I I do love how that movie just kind of starts off walking to an arcade and they put twenty five cent machine and he's playing the video game yeah. that the, it's it's so meta that it's talking about you're playing a video game about the movie we're watching there in the, in the theater. So, uh, so you have the 1982 Disney film, then you have, you wait a long time and then you have 2010 Tron legacy. Then 2012 Tron uprising, the cartoon again, one season, 19 episodes. You can find it on Disney plus Elijah Wood. Frodo Baggins is like the voice of one of the main characters. So a heavy hitter there. There are other video games like uh, that that were part of like um, PlayStation and Xbox and that kind of thing. And and when I was in Disney last December uh, for my 50th birthday to um, go to uh, uh, Star Wars Land, go to Galaxy's um, Galaxy's Edge, we went to Magic Kingdom for a day. And as we're kind of white, uh, Space Mountain was like broken down most of the day. We couldn't ride it, but as we were there waiting, I saw them testing this roller coaster. And it is right beside um, Space Mountain. And I was like, man, those look like light cycles. I had no idea oh. what it was. And I was like, those look like light. Are they doing a Tron roller coaster? <laughs> I immediately Googled like new new um, roller coaster Disney. And they were like, yep, Tron uh, roller coaster coming out in April. And, and they opened it in April. So it's April of this year. It's running now. Uh, so all you Disney fans out there, if you're heading that way, you can ride a light cycle. And then they announced uh, Tron 3 that's going to come out in December 2025. I don't know what the strike, the writer strike and the actor strike right now, if that's going to push things back some more. But um, but yeah, so that's that's a lot of things for for a Tron franchise is kind of kind of hanging out there. Wait, um, wait, Will. Well, so, so yeah. for anyone who has not seen this movie, uh, these movies, please go watch them. 
Go watch yeah. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. these these are great. These are great movies. But think about this, Will. That this is a movie about computers and how computers are going to take over, what the computer world will look like. And you're at Disney, okay? You're at mm-hmm. Disney, mm-hmm. and you pull out your phone, which is a which yep. is a small computer. Computer <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah, just to look up just to look up a ride that 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 in the original movie ends up. Uh, ends up becoming a real life thing. Yeah, yeah. And if you were told like 10-year-old Will when this thing first came out that one day he's going to have a computer in his pocket that can look up information that yeah, like no. not go to the library, go to the encyclopedia oh, or yeah, look it up yeah. in the book, like I, that I could do that. I thought you're crazy. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah, like that's, if I could go back in time and talk to 10-year-old Will, that's a whole nother <laughs> Yeah. Um, all oh right, so, so um, Elizabeth. Yes. Payne Clyde. Um, you're, you're the one, you saw it last night, you're fresh on your eyes. What, how do you cap, uh, like capture what this movie's plot line or like what this movie's trying to say? Like if you were going to give like an elevator pitch and be like, what's Tron 1982 about? What, how, how would you answer that question? So for some reason, I just thought of how, like when Wreck-It Ralph, you know, number two kind of got yeah. to like go inside. So I saw a lot of like similarities with that. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of fun. Like, it's like, oh, like, especially when you create a character, you create like some kind of code. I'm not really big into coding. I took like website design. So like I'm familiar with how you input code and this happens. And I think it's really cool, but it's kind of like fun to think about your code having a personality. And this is almost like mm-hmm. a Tamagotchi type deal. Like my user mm-hmm wants me to do this my user wants me to do that so i'm like oh it's like it's almost like if video game characters had a personality, personality so i re- yeah. yeah i really enjoyed his name was ram he was like oh i was uh i was helping people with their with their yeah. like and in- not insurance but kind of like building for their retirement and whatnot and it was really satisfying helping people so like his personality was created from his user and i know we're going to get into a little mm-hmm. bit about users um, down the road but it was just kind of fun like thinking about if I was trying is kind of this would be what it would be like inside of com- a computer and right. so I think the whimsical of that kind of even though it's sci-fi it's almost like RPG game yeah and that is yeah. kind of what had me entertained through the movies again yeah it's it's way ahead of its time and time to technology that it, it uses but yeah it starts off with some playing a video game and us playing video games what it would be like if we were inside the video game mm-hmm. and and what it'd be like if we could actually be in a simulation like that which again there's thoughts out there maybe we are in a simulation we'll talk about that in a little bit but um but yeah it starts off with a video game and then it immediately goes inside the video game and you have like somebody being like a prisoner uh, a program being held a prisoner and he was like he immediately goes like what does he say he goes um he goes yeah my user he starts to referring to this user and his guards or the police are like oh another religious note you don't believe in that dude and he goes well if i don't have a user then who wrote me how did i get here so there's this existential question about like um if if i'm not here then who created me what was behind all this was beyond this computer itself, if there's not someone who wrote it or created it, this divine watchmaker, divine computer maker kind of thing. So they go in right to the beginning. And then, yeah, this this whole thing about like there's Incom, 
who who is the um you know like the big evil corporation that stole Flynn's uh video game ideas and he's trying to get that information back so he can make the money off the video game space paranoids. Will, that- hold on, hold on, Will. So 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 this this is this is what you all don't understand. That there was a world where technology was only accessible at this time for government and big companies. Right. Like, right, like, right. like we talk with like 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 big computers and 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 like really like these computers even in the 80s were huge. Yeah. <laughs> they were huge. They were massive. And so and so like to <laughs> to put that in perspective, we when, when all, all computers would were doing then was harder computations. Mm-hmm. That that's it. Harder computations on on stuff that we already knew, uh, but man, just just having that uh, that printer print out <laughs> that print out <laughs> of your of your paper. On the, I can't even think of the name of the actual printer that 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 old school thing that was going back and forth. Just just you just sitting there watching it take forever to, just to print. Yeah, yeah. No no internet. <laughs> there's no like games. There's no Windows. There's no docs. There's no, no, no. system uh, linking all that. Like you're, you're literally, literally just typing on the screen. Yep, yep. An equation and hoping that 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 works. And, I and saw so, yeah. when I saw that floppy disk, I almost fainted. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh! But, but then the movie goes into, and I think yeah, it flirts with some of the this movie, nineteen eighty two, like and two thousand. I think flirts with this idea of like who who's the program, who's the user, oh, religious oh. idea of like oppression and liberation and 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 even incarnational we'll get to that in a minute too like incarnational theology of going into something and redeeming something that you created uh to draw it out but but in the midst of that it kind of they really hone in on on the tech and the gladiator games and the the music there's almost like this horror music element to it that 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 rings out but yeah as he's inside this computer this program, the, the Tron is almost like a side character. Flynn's like the main character, but then you have Tron, which is like the security uh, system that's almost like you know prophesized to liberate uh, from the master control um, and and do that. So they're scared of this Tron person, but in the middle of it, they have these gladiator games with light cycles, uh, these discs they go back and forth, these like tanks, these flying space paranoid things that uh, I guess Flynn created too and was stolen from him. So all that is kind of very layered on, on top of that. And then at the end, you know, it kind of it, it builds up to kind of they have a purpose, they have a mission, they they save the day. Spoilers: uh, Flynn gets out of out of the uh, out of the computer and and then gets his copyright back for his video game and then he's right. now on the top of the game for income and then then when 2010 comes along you have like flynn uh telling this story to his son about how he went into the computer and then and then he disappears and the son's like jaded because his his uh his um, dad just left him or, or left the family, but then finally discovers that maybe he didn't. And, and again, there's this element of, of, all right, we're going to push the tech. If 1982 pushed the tech of like computer graphics and CGI, uh, 2010 is now pushing like the de-aging, making mm-hmm. a young Jeff Bridges. Yep. Even yep. way before yep. Star Wars was doing yep. it, Indiana Jones was yep. doing it. You know, <clears throat> young, um, almost like... Polar Express looking Jeff, Jeff Bridges <laughs> <laughs> looking at the screen, which is a little distracting, but I saw what Disney's trying trying to do there. All right, 2010 movie. Um, Elizabeth, you've seen this a few times. Uh, Kino, you've you've seen it. What Kino, what what 
what am I, what is happening there with legacy? All right, we have Tron, then we have legacy because we have generational legacy. What's going on? Yeah, so 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 legacy picks up where Tron leaves off uh about 30 years later. Um right. and so now Flynn has his son, Sam, and Sam Sam discovers his dad's old school arcade because that was a dying thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh gosh. It's not retro and vintage yet. Cause I have an no. arcade here in town that I go to. <laughs> yeah. Weekly. It's not cool yet. It's not it's cool. Not the, cool yet. The, the millennials hasn't come to bring it back. <laughs> Don't worry. They're coming. Right. Yes, 2010. We got 10 more years in the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it back. Yeah. But, but it's, 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 it's then, um, Taking taking it where he goes and and finds out his father is still still well not alive but but everything he was saying was true about this this computer world and come to find out that not only is there a computer world but the computer world created life what <laughs> life evolved bam well it depends on what you believe is there a big bang that's a whole other podcast episode. But no, but but then you have then you have um you still have Tron, you have Clue, and you got um Flynn and you have Sam and gosh, what's the what's the uh Cora. Cora. Yeah, she's the ISO. She's the ISO that he created to have this uh, this other kind of leveled up kind of computer being uh, played by Olivia Wilde, who's like um you know, an, another kind of computer program being that, that Flynn created. So yeah, you have the ISO Cora who's part of yeah, that. But you have, but you have this, this, this world where the programs are just, just seems like it's very archaic because there's all these gladiator games and you have the, the police state um, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the purging and the genocide um all those things are there you're you're completely right and i think that's some of my frustration i really want to like this franchise a lot i want it to be up there in like my top five franchise of all time i really want to like but i think where where it falls a little short for me is that it it like flirts with those ideas and goes just to the surface but doesn't go deeper in all of them that gets it gets kind of lost with this kind of heavy monologue dialogue stuff between characters. We're talking about other different things other than that, but also like the technology and the graphics and the special effects and the gladiator games. Those are cool to watch, but like there's also, I wish, I wish they'd gone a little bit more. Cause yeah, you're right. There's, there's genocide. There's a police state. There's a dictatorship. There's a longing for redemption. All these themes that are there with a lot of big franchises and within our own scripture, within our own lives, like these yeah, stories yeah. that we really connect to. I really wish they really hone in onto that and go a little deeper, but they kind of just flirt with it at the surface and they're like, okay, cool. We're going to like go over here and show a cool building and watch the spaceship kind of slowly move through <laughs> the atmosphere really slow for right. a while. And then I'm like, how long <laughs> is it going to take for that thing to get there? Um, so, so those, those are some of the things that like, I really was hoping to go, go deeper into. But I will say that, that both films push the, the the needle on technology in mm-hmm. film like they they push the needle they 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 set the they set a standard that everyone else ended up following behind um which made which made it exciting to even find out and rediscover um yeah. especially when you rewatch these movies 
with a different perspective. And now, as we are in the computer age, to where mm-hmm. you literally can be in a virtual world. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you could be in a virtual world. You can have your own virtual um, uh, icon, not icon, what's the thing it's called? Avatars. Um, mm-hmm. Where you are the user. So, so, um, but yeah, I, I get, I get the, the vibe of the Sims. So I like the Sims. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so you have this, you know, the ability to, play around and control your little or, or you can sit back and watch <laughs> sit back and watching what happens in the sim world and just um take 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 your hands off and see where how it goes and that's that's some of the stuff that so, shows up in tron too is that you have flynn who created created the world and especially in the legacy because when he gets inside of it he only creates his own niche away from everything else as mm-hmm. he watches it as watches to try to figure out how to <laughs> I don't know, but he was waiting for he was waiting for the moment to to redeem himself. Um, but yeah, it's always his. He definitely yeah. pulled himself aside this, out of it while watching movie. from a distance. And you know, it's like he created and watched from a distance. And again, you yeah. get to personality of God, like Divine Watch Mary, just kind of winds it up and watches it go, or interact with Divine Action in the middle of things with with people. Uh, Elizabeth, what what did you see? What did, in terms of the legacy, you've seen that your your husband's a big a big fan. Like what what are in terms of that movie sticks out for you for the 2010 legacy movie? Well, because I didn't watch the first one, I had I didn't make the correlation because it's been like a few months, maybe like eight months since I've seen Legacy, and I mm-hmm. just refused to watch it again. Um, <laughs> so I didn't I did not realize I was like that Flynn was the same Flynn because uh. I don't. I don't memorize characters too much. Like everything mm-hmm. just like I watch it, I enjoy it. And I just don't remember small details like that. So I was like, oh, well, that makes the ending even more stinky when um, he had to stay behind. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dang it. But then now that I know that it's Flynn, because I remember the beginning now of him talking to his son, I'm like, you didn't learn your dang lesson. Like you flirted yeah. with this because mm-hmm. and it makes you mm-hmm. more. Like, it's the thing, like we were talking about with our space episode the other day, like the curiosity, I'm like, when, how far is too far? Like, you know, you keep on getting so curious and you keep on wanting to tamper. And I'm like, I was like, dude, just sit back and relax, man. Why you got to do this? Yeah. You you like wasted a lifetime with your son for your thirst to knowledge. Was it worth it? Mm. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, the grid, like that grid kept drawing him back into it. And this world, mm-hmm. you, want create, you want to create a utopia, but like, what about your life now with your family, with your son? Like, like being you, content with what you have now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so that makes me kind of more angry. I was like, sir, you've already been in there. Like, why'd you go back? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so, so, all right. So what, all right. If they're playing with CGI with the 1982 movie and they're playing around with like, uh, a guy again, high tech and some themes and, and legacy and kind of family generations of what could Tron three be about? What we're going to speculate, what, what technology are they going to lean into? Is it going to be the AI? I mean, we had, you know, the computers are kind of big and huge, not like in, in pop culture, but like literally they were big uh, in 1982. And then 2010, you had the internet, you have computer graphics, you know, he kind of almost armors up like Iron Man and that movie and, and fight great action scenes light cycles are still super super awesome but then like what's tron tron 3 they're gonna have to put light cycle because they have made a whole roller coaster about it but i i wonder if they're gonna do almost like an an inception style where like people mm-hmm. can literally go in for like willingly go in build their utopia and then come out 
You know so, what I mean? And that they don't get trapped there. Like it's yeah, almost yeah, like, like Ready Player game. One. Kind of like Ready yeah, Player yeah, One. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Ready Player One. That's a good mm-hmm. um Yeah, but it'll, it'll, it'll be a baby. They'll have a baby and then the baby can go back in and they have <laughs> yeah. other babies and create other oh. stuff. <laughs> yeah, Ready Player One was a fantastic movie. It was. Yeah. It was. That book. It was. That book just blew me away. And when I read the book, I was like, they're never gonna be able to make this into a movie. In fact, I saw the author speak about that book and at a bookstore here in Chapel Hill. And he was like, yeah, I just want to create, he got burned by fanboys that literally the, the making the movie fanboys in the script. So he's like, I'm gonna write a book that you can never make a movie about. And then he shared that Steven Spielberg, like messaged him and said, I think I, I let's, I would love to make your, your book into a movie. He's like, uh, okay, let's, let's try. But yeah, the book, the movie is great. The book is, is fantastic. If you like eighties retro vintage stuff, video games, movies, you need to read ready player one. There's our recommendation. But yeah, the idea of going into a virtual reality, not just like being zapped into a computer by like yeah, a laser. Not being trapped, but being able to like actually control it. And yeah. go in and out. And go then, in and out. Yeah, great. Because here's the thing. Like I have the Oculus, like Quest 2, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I can spend hours, hours playing. I have my own ramen shop. Do you know what I do? <laughs> Oh, I little I just serve ramen to customers ramen. and it's so it's uh, so therapeutic. No. I wow. bow to them, like you know, I do all this stuff. And it's just it it was fifteen dollars and it's so fun. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you get some ramen. But I'm I can do it for hours and wow. No, I, I agree, I agree. I, I too have an Oculus too. And so I, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. So I'll mm-hmm. be in there just with the lightsaber and using the force to grab stuff. Oh yeah, husband's been, and then it, the Walking <laughs> Dead one, Oculus Walking Dead. If you want what? some nightmares, oh my, yeah, no, thank I can you. go in there and kill zombies. We yeah, we be stabbing them. No, no thank you. Oh, no, thank you. No, see, no, see, Vintage Will, you know what he does? He doesn't have an Oculus. He still goes to the arcade down the road and puts 25 cents in and plays Tron <laughs> and Donkey <laughs> Kong. That's cool. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. No, but but but, but I, I I feel you that that you can you can in the in the VR world mm-hmm. that like this was I, I totally forgot. I didn't even think about this until you said something. Like literally, I remember um, recently, maybe maybe about a three months ago, I had found um, this virtuoso um, game mm-hmm. where you can be a conductor. Oh my gosh! First of all, I'm bandhead. I played saxophone, so I was a drum oh, major. Cool. So I oh, I, I assume train conductor. I'm like, wow, you really like trains, a conductor. But no, 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 no. There's so many options. No, 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 no. But I, oh man, I was in there just doing this. Oh, that was that was that was, that was awesome. And then have the crowd. Mm-hmm. My kids look at me like, why are you bowing? Because there's a crowd behind me. So you have to bow. You're taking your <laughs> take a bow. Take a bow. Right? You, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, as fast as technology has grown, let's say since 1982, and then even since 2010, and then even over the last like year and a half, and then I can't imagine like in 2025 what the movie is going to hone into. Of course, computers aren't going anywhere. AI, the talk of like uh, VR, Ready Player One kind of style video game going in and out of, of worlds and creating your own world. Those kinds of things um, are, are going to be there. So I'm, I am curious and anticipating with hope uh, that they'll they'll do a good job with with Tron Three to make me want to go ride that roller coaster and and um, but but and I and I'm curious if Tron Three is going to lean back into uh, kind of this religious themes that are there because again they keep lifting it up they call people religious nuts they talk about 
users and program. Again, user is a different kind of word in 1982, I guess now, <laughs> like we're not being used <laughs> for something, but like those who use the machines for a tool and then those mm-hmm. programs that are the tools that they're being used. So like, mm-hmm. um, so that, that kind of dynamic and relationship with the programs within the machine and then those beyond it um, are, are playing around with that. And, and again, someone sent me today, I had a church member send me today an article about someone's new theory about like, are we literally in a simulation? There's a simulation theory of, of are we just programs in simulation? And if you think about like, I'm like, well, if, if you think about uh, if, you, if you're a theist and believe um, that there is a God out there who created all this and is outside of time looking in um, and gives us free will to kind of, then, then yeah, I guess we are in a simulation, whether it's computer or whether creation is or not. I, I think simulation theory works, especially if you're a theist, but like, um, what what religious themes jump out to you um, in in these movies? What, what are they trying to say? What's the lesson mm-hmm. other than like flexing their technology muscles and look what we can do? What what are some themes in there they're trying to tell in, in the story? Do you think? No, so there there is there. You already talked touched on it on the redemption um, that um, Flynn does at the end of Legacy and mm-hmm. and um, letting his son be be able to leave out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the great. The grid, thank you, thank you. Um, and and then realizing that that what he created, he ended up creating that which he thought was perfect, but realizing that what he was looking for was something far greater than what he he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he missed it, like uh, uh, Elizabeth pointed out, with his son. Um, so so there there is <laughs> mm-hmm. there there's this dynamic that's happening, not in terms of maybe religion but but in terms of relationships like like yeah. just knowing how if you spend all your time and energy in the virtual world like you will be lost in the world like like that's that's the whole fear of it and even in 1985 i mean 82 like like yeah. you get sucked into the world and you can't get out like how are you gonna how are you gonna proceed to to live mm-hmm. life um because you're in this side this virtual world <laughs> And here you are now, yeah. here you are now where, where people are literally living and, and buying homes and property and, and having a ramen stand and being a, a conductor in a virtual world. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and, 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 and so, and so it's always this desire for connection, but, but we were created to be in community though. But, yeah. but funny enough, the funny enough for some folks, the virtual world becomes a community. Like there are virtual churches. There are virtual churches. They have church mm-hmm. service every Sunday and they have avatars, you know. <laughs> so, you know, they say all avatars are welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's all crazy. We welcome. have we have an online, we call it like our online campus for church, but mm-hmm. we just have we broadcast our church online, but we always encourage like, hey, if you're local. Like make sure you attend yeah. like a local campus, get connected to the yeah. body, get connected to your community because gosh, if you fall, slip and fall, like who's going to help, who are you going to call to help you? Like Correct. your yeah. avatar friend in Japan? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Our church does, has, has an online presence too, since the pandemic and, and, and I have some very faithful members who that's, that's how they worship with us. Yep, and, they have yeah. not come back. They, they are perfectly content watching right. online right and that's right perfect. okay that engagement is right. a different way to in, engage but i do 
Yeah, I, I try to say it's a both and. How are you making connection with people face to face? And then how are you engaging online as a part of our world together? So I, I like that. I like that theme. I wasn't even when I was taking my notes thinking about like the family relationships and those kinds of things in terms of like what world are you into and spending time with versus right. like what's right in front of you. That's that's a great theme. I I was watching it more from this um, idea of like this divine clockmaker or computer programmer that that is there behind the scenes programming things at one point um like tron looks at flynn and goes all right you're you're the programmer um you you made me like you got a plan and he's like uh that's that's not like how it works like yeah we have some free will here he's like yeah i have i wrote some programming but they even like almost flirt with free will or fate Mm -hmm. or predestination Mm -hmm. or like pre-programmed but then they move right on to the next thing i was like ah wanted to go there a little, little deeper, but yeah, there, there's stuff there. And this incarnational theology of someone being outside of this world, being zapped into it and then becoming one with the creation that's there around and becoming, um, uh, a program himself to then liberate it from the dictatorship or the police state or, or the oppression that's there so they can be a free people. And there's even one part where they're like getting low on energy and they go by this. I don't know if you remember this in 1982, this pool of water. They start yeah. drinking the water. Yeah. Yeah. They start yeah, that, getting part. I was confused. What was that? Because they called it energy. I'm like, what the frick is that? Is that yeah. drugs? Yeah, I yeah, I I immediately I mean I'm at the Lutheran that I am. I'm like baptism, sacrament. They're you know, they're drinking the waters of life. They're they're be I went to drugs. You went to drugs, I went to waters of life. <laughs> but it but it was like like that was their fuel, that was their gas, that was their the energy that they were soaking up so they can continue to move on. They found this oasis in the middle of this kind of like uh, computer world. I was like, yeah, well, how are they energizing their batteries per se? It was a they, green mushroom in Mario. I immediately went to baptism, but yeah, yeah, drugs, <laughs> food, ramen, ramen stand. They're, they're, they're getting their sustenance from something. Um, other, other things there that, that I don't want to miss out. I'm sure our listeners will like chime in and say, oh, you missed this detail. But I, I found it, you know, it flirted with those religious ideas of, are we in a simulation, grand design, grand designer, incarnational yeah. theology, but sacramental theology and the liberation, but then it didn't quite. And, probably, there and there's some idolatry too, like kind of yes. like treating, you know, like the master commander, like some of the mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. programs, like that's their God. Yeah. Right. Um, and not the users or if the users are the, like their idol almost. And then yep. even in, the Tron legacy mm-hmm. type deal, like the guy wants to be, you have like almost like the between good and evil, which God are you going to serve? Are you going to serve the, yeah. the mm-hmm. fake um, Flynn? Are you going to serve like the user Flynn? So ah, a little bit of that. There going you go. On. That's good. The fake Flynn that looks young, but he's not really young. That looks like he's from Polar Express or the real one who made it all. Who's there with you mm-hmm. side by yeah. side. And then, yeah. and then, and then in, in, in legacy, when uh, Flynn comes into, uh, what was the, I want to I want to call him the Mary Vendry because my mind goes to the Matrix. Um, um, mm. But the little dude, the little dude with white hair, um, the little like oh. uh, uh, yeah. Zeus. They went to Zeus. Zeus, thank, thanks, Zeus. Yeah, yes. Zeus. Um, so, so Which when, is, when Flynn yeah. came, like, like everything stopped and changed. The whole mm-hmm. atmosphere changed as soon as he got in there, and then he was able to because he was a creator. He was able to manipulate the world. 
Mm-hmm. Even the music changed. <laughs> Yeah, the music. Even even the user was able to save like that. I can't think of her name, but was able to save and reprogram and recode. So yeah, so he was able to be like almost like a savior in that Mm -hmm. um, sense too. If we're looking at religious aspects, but but then we also see where even when quote unquote when programs died, they were repurposed. Mm-hmm. They eventually mm-hmm. were repurposed to become a part of the army because they no longer had uh, quote unquote free will because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they they were falling under the influence of of Clue who was trying to create a perfect world only only to do that which he thought was right to then <laughs> find out it was useless all along. <laughs> yeah. God. All right. It may be deeper. It may be deeper than I. <laughs> <laughs> those those, those are, are great things. I you know I, again I hope in Tron three I hope they continue to push the technology and what we can see on the screen what they can I, do with that. I think uh-huh. I think a part of not trying to be you know but but this is the times that we live in. I think that the current strike with the writers and and the uh, the actors and mm-hmm. that we are going to an AI world where. These studios mm-hmm. could have created because we we see how in um, Intron Legacy they made um, Jeff Brid- Bridges look mm-hmm. younger. Like yeah. y- if you was in the movie in two thousand and ten and you saw that, you was like, "What? Wow!" Yeah, 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 yeah. You was like, "This is cool." Like this, this is what. But but you would also be scared. But but to see that. To then see what what has been happening with AI and how they've been be able to push the needle and create things and recreate things, reimagine people's images and those things, and so like literally, you can have an a- AI to create a whole story script yep. and shoot it and film it and release it. <laughs> you don't well, need it. you don't need anyone. Today, my um, someone asked my husband. He was like how did you like who wrote all those devotionals for this mm-hmm, series? Cause mm-hmm. he had the idea. He was like, he's like, what if we, for every new series have a day by day devotional in the app so they can, you know, get more resources, not just on Sunday. Yeah. And he, and we're going over Ecclesiastes. So mm-hmm. in his AI program, literally wrote Ecclesiastes devotional oh, yeah, no. for like X amount of days. And he picked, he picked the ones and people are like, and they're like super like just little paragraphs just for, for yeah. them to like kind of yeah. have like a small devotion, yeah. something to pray about. And they ha- it has like an call to action and AI wrote it all. But I will say, but so I don't know, like I think AI can think quicker than us yes, because right. that's how they're programmed. But I still, I'm curious to see how it's going to go because we still have to write the code. We still have to give them the direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if, if you would have just-, just said- give Bible devotion, like they could have done any kind of like religious book. You yes. know what I mean? So he still had to get the guidance. But then he said, uh, there was, you can now, there was an album or something. They were able to have a dead person on the album because they used old mm-hmm. recordings or something mm-hmm. like that to harmonize yeah. with the new. So the, I, I think that's more scary than AI. You yeah. can literally replace yeah. jobs and like, what is that going to look like for our, for our economy if we can now use computers to do all of this stuff? And that's and that's why the strike is happening. These these actors and writers, writers first, were like, hey, you know, not only the streaming services in terms of the payout, what's happening with a lot of streaming things, but also like some of the AI stuff that's going on. It, it's going to affect everybody. And, and so we need to think about this and stop for a second before we start. You know, yeah, let's stop and think about this 
whether we not just if we can do it, but like how to do it and should we do it, th- those kinds of things. So that's that's all great, great stuff. And again, with the, the chat GPT, I, that, it's just a faster internet. It's pulling from stuff that's already created. It's not thinking for itself. It's just yeah. pulling from what, what is already out there. Yep. And so it's like there's a reason why college professors, college professors back in the day wouldn't let students use Wikipedia because it's, yep. it's a collective, yep. um, you know, group of writing these things, but chat GBT just pulling the stuff out of the way. So one day they're like, Oh, what, what do you think Kino says about this? Cause he's on systematic ecology. So many, so many episodes, it could pull from that and give a summary. And, and you'd be like, really, that's my summary. He's like, yeah, those are some of the words you, you said for a split second. It's just faster. So it, yeah, I hope maybe maybe that movie will maybe it doesn't want to go there because Disney's at odds with its own writers. Oh no, I, I think no, I think this is this is going to go there and and mm-hmm. well, first of all, not trying to be funny, but Disney is is the evil empire. Okay, let's just establish that. Okay, so, <laughs> those are fighting words with some people. We might lose some listeners. We might no, lose listeners. No, no, no. But I love Disney. <laughs> I love Disney though. I listen. I'm a huge Marvel fan. So that in fact that Disney bought Marvel, I was like, Disney got the money in the pot. Let's, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. But anyway, but 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 Disney is going to push. Is going to push the needle. And they are going to, they are going to, they if, 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 if what they have already done in the first two movies and even with the cartoon, not trying to mm-hmm. be funny, but the cartoon was even good too. Like, like, yeah, it's that, good. That whole, I, that, I that, have that, been that, on there. It's good. It's good. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like literally to think of that world in such a way to create, to, to create a narrative like that. Like it, oh, anyway. Um, yeah. I, so I, I think that AI will be a part of, the movie, the the new movie, the Tron Three, in what mm-hmm. capacity? I don't know, but yeah. but AI is going to be in it. it. AI might have created it. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, we, you know, <laughs> you know, like 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 you might find that at the end, at the credits is like just just a Disney property of One, Disney AI, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Three words, three sentences. <laughs> Yeah, I guess Tron 3. I want to see some religious, uh, philosophical, existential questions being drawn out, but I also want to see light cycles, and then I'll see one, see them push the, the technology and how they can create the special effects. So if those three ingredients are there with Tron 3, then, then I'm I'm there. I'll be there, ready to go, and then I'll go to my arcade and play the retro. They're going to be there regardless, Like even if they don't do any of that. Don't, don't try and talk big. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll be there, and I'll drag everyone there. Like, why are you seeing this? Like, ah. Maybe maybe three years from now there will systematic ecology will still be going on. We're like, hey, what's new? Let's walk, go see Tron three, and you can go back and listen to our episode and our speculation about it. Uh, good stuff. All right, so we're gonna do recommendations a little. We wrap this puppy up. Um, recommendations a little bit different. How would you rank these movies or recommend these movies to to others? Would you recommend them? And then how how would you kind of rank them out there and kind of your your fandom? Just watching the eighties, I didn't realize it was the father and his son. Because mm-hmm. I would have normally been like, oh, you're good with just Tron Legacy. But now you have to have that emotional connection mm-hmm. with the dad and be upset. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't learn his lesson. So, But I, I don't have any say on the on the animated one. I didn't watch it. Should I watch it? You guys tell yeah. me. Oh, yes. I think so. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, if, if, you, if, you like, if you like anime and if you like... I love a, it. If you like anime and a good story... Then, then Elijah Wood being the main character is a plus. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Like, if you like him anyway, then him being the main character is a plus. 
yeah. is a plus. Yeah. Cause 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 how they how they took that took the so it was a, it's a side it's a side view of the same world um mm-hmm. in like the day of of the programs and like the ability to then figure out like what happened what really happened to Tron because we didn't we don't even know what happened to Tron. Yeah, he's so, more legend. He's more legend right. and the story and myth are wrapped around him. You have people yeah, uh, side characters around him. And and so and so this this particular cartoon goes into the mythology of Tron. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, that's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so it deal it deals with because Tron is still good, but he's been he's been a uh, MIA, um, and so the the program was looking for a new savior, and so this other guy Elijah was I can't think of his name. Um, it's like Click or something, um, but I can't remember his name. But anyway, he he becomes the new the new neutron, um, and it begins to get the programs all excited for the fight. And that's 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 why it's called uprising but that's uh, cool. yeah so 19 uh, episodes okay. that's a good yeah. good, good first yeah, no, no yeah no that 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 <laughs> that deserves another um season um mm-hmm. but i don't it's just but if it ended well cuz there's nothing more disappointing with a bad second season no there's, no, yeah, there's yeah. nothing more gut punching than like you waiting and you are hoping and anticipating and then you're just let down yeah, no, so, I, I'm trying to remember because it's been a while since I watched the cartoon, and I'm trying to remember because I watched. I think I watched it when it came out because that, that's how good it was then. Nice. Um, I don't remember. Well, how I'm sure they'll do something. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they roll out their shows. You know, if Tron Three is a success, and they want to keep, you know, people hop on these light cycles on the roller coaster. They'll they'll do another animated series or something with it. They'll keep it. Yeah. So, uh, so Kino, you recommend this to folks? You're like, hey, jump in, jump into Tron, jump into that uh, program, see what happens. Um. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like this is a fun movie. This is the first yeah. one was the second one was like, wow, well, this is this. So I, I here's the funny thing. I don't know because you know, um, I'm not trying to be funny, uh, Elizabeth, but you young kids just finicky about stuff. Like y'all don't y'all don't appreciate classics. Like for real, it's hard, it's hard to keep my attention. I will say yes. that. And I'm like, oh my gosh! Like like if the if the thing ain't grab you in ten minutes, you're like, oh, this is boring. Hey, I will say, watching rewatching nineteen eighty movie, I was like, "What? Can you please keep moving? Like, just give give them a good editor because there's some stuff going on. I'm like, why are we going? This thing needs to end. Yeah. If it wasn't um, for the podcast, I would not have watched the nineteen eighties. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what that's yeah. that's my point. That's my point. So mm-hmm. so so it's it's hard to recommend because like you got to be cool about watching classics. You got to be cool. If you're not cool about watching classics, and it's not some mm-hmm. people don't just don't like to watch classic movies. I get. It. I'm one of those. Yeah. And, I, and no, I, I get it because I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't like. I don't like black and white movies. I just. I just don't want to watch those. I watch a few, just cause. But I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of all of those. So yeah. I, I get even, it. Even even Stranger Things, like I don't like the nostalgia feel of it. And but that's mm-hmm. what people love, especially like now it's like popular with like millennials yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like ah, but like even then, like I'm like okay, well. Here it is. Yeah. So, so, so if, if, if you want to, here you go. I'll say it this way. If you haven't, if you're having a, a party with your friends, have it playing in the background. How about that? How about Tron, the first Tron playing in the background? It is uh, eye candy. It is yeah. eye candy. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> but, but I, if, if, if I was in charge, I would go back and edit about like, 
15, 20 minutes out of both movies <laughs> and keep it moving a little faster. That's, that's what I would do. Um, so yeah, I would recommend to like, it is eye candy, the way it press, um, pushes technology. I would recommend it too, but just go at like, even with our drive-in watching war games, um, with, with my crew, I was like, man, this 1980s movie, it's got some cool concepts and ideas, but there's some editing choices that I'm like, man, back in the eighties, they just did not, they had, I guess had longer attention spans or just, or, or whatever, but I, watching it now. We used to, I'm even we used to go outside. Cool. Remember that? We used to go outside. I know. Like. We used to go outside. Um, or the, or, or they had to make it so long. They give you spots where you can get up and get a snack, go to the bathroom and do That's other true. things. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I was going on and not feel like you're going to miss something if, if you did that. So there's parts in this movie where you can get up and go to the bathroom and hang out and some popcorn. Uh, answer so a text message on your phone while that's going on. Well, cool. Thanks, y'all. I'm glad we could do this. This episode is super fun. I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with this franchise next. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to make some plugs. We're going to say yes. Uh, go to our social media platforms and engage with us. Let us know what you think about this franchise or questions that need to be addressed when it comes to it. Um, we don't have a website anymore, but we can find us on Captivate and you can subscribe there and there's a tip jar you can do do with that. I'm sure there's other things. I don't forget Discord. Um, there's uh, uh, who knows what other technology. Facebook, time, Instagram. like Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Just um, come hang out with us. Just come hang out with us. There'll be more events. We're going to go to Theology Beer Camp. We're going to try to do more live things go to our youtube page subscribe all those things find us share with a friend do all that and so um as always uh as we wrap up this uh, show with my sign off because uh, i'm host one i get to say the geek in me honors the geek in you This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.